previously on Up to the Task. In the past, we had here very, very big problems with watching. Mm. It was like a war to be in the National Park. Yo. Standard rhino poachers, not your standard meat poacher. They used to hunt in the full moon, not in when it's dark. Do you know how they get the horn or the tusks off? They chop it off with, a, with an axe. Five years back, we had a funding from IFD. Through this fund, we managed for full control the poaching in the in 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 Limpopo National Park. Welcome to episode 3 of Up to the Task, a podcast series brought to you by Agence Française de Développement, for short AFD, in partnership with the National Administration of Conservation Areas, ANAC, where we look at Mozambique's efforts to preserve its biodiversity and its wildlife that has been faced with large-scale poaching, causing the disappearance of more than half of all elephants in the country over the past 10 years. I am your host, Andisue Michelle May. In this episode, we look into the Conservation Areas and Protection of Elephants Project, also referred to as the APAM Project, and its implementation, as well as other deployed efforts to help Mozambique's conservation areas cope with threats to biodiversity. After three days of walkabouts and interviews at Limpopo National Park, our guide is taking me and my colleague back to Maputo for our final interview in Mozambique. We are meeting with someone from the National Administration of Conservation Areas, ANAC, to speak with us about the organization's partnership with AFD and its contribution to wildlife preservation. As we make our way into the city, we see double-sided billboards branded with the ANAC logo, as well as logos of other partners, spreading messages of environmental education and promoting local tourism. You see the, this billboard in front of you? Yes. Uh, this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a billboard that uh, 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 ANAC is put in all the country. Okay. All the province, sorry. Look behind, it's Mr. President Shisano. At the back of one of the billboards is a picture of former Mozambican President Joachim Chisano with a message urging citizens to join the fight in combating poaching and trafficking of wildlife products. The ANAC offices are situated inside the Mozambique Ministry of Land and Environment Building, an 11 or 12 floor white building on the corner of Joachim Chisano Avenue and Street of Resistance. Established in 2011, ANAC is a state institution 
responsible for the conservation of biodiversity and the sustainable development of the country's ecotourism. Its main activities are the planning, coordination, and execution of activities in the conservation areas in partnership with local organizations and communities. My name is uh, Beju Kalenga. Uh, I work for ANAC, which is the National Administration of Conservation Area, a kind of uh, wildlife authority here in Mozambique. The conservation areas administered by ANAC represent around 25% of the national territory, including seven national parks and seven national reserves, 70 game hunting areas divided in 20 official game reserves, nine hunting blocks, 13 community projects, and 31 game farms. And uh, here I'm assigned to law enforcement department. I'm the head of department for protection of uh, natural resources, mainly fauna. Peju also plays the role of being the project coordinator for the APEM project. The APEM project it came to assist ANA or the government of Mozambique to enhance the capability of the government to reduce the elephant poaching or to enhance the protection of elephants all over the country. But of course, most of the activities are concentrated on, uh, in Limpopo National Park and Nyasa Special Reserve. What is behind those two areas is just because in the past we have uh, noticed the huge numbers of elephant poaching in Nyasa and Limpopo. And both, I mean, these two areas, if you go to the map, you will see that the areas lie exactly in the border between Mozambique and South Africa here in the south. I'm talking about Limpopo. But if you go to the north, you will see that Nyasa lies all along the border with Tanzania. What exactly was this project trying to achieve? First, we wanted to stabilize the elephant killings in those areas. Uh, we know that we cannot stop uh, completely, but we wanted to reduce elephant poaching in these areas. We wanted also to control or to mitigate the human-wildlife conflict in these two areas. Human-wildlife conflict refers to the coexistence of animals and people in an area and occurs when animals pose a direct and recurring threat to the safety of people or vice versa. We will get into this later in the episode. We also wanted to facilitate the implementation of the Conservation Act uh, in Mozambique through giving some capacity to judiciary uh, located in the areas nearby Limpopo National Park and the Act establishes the basic principles and rules on the protection, conservation and sustainable use of biological diversity within conservation areas. So we provided the legal assistance to those areas, but not only to Limpopo and Nyata, but also to the, the conservation areas network in the country. The project is structured in three components. The first component was the reinforcement of the Limpopo National Park and Nyasa National Reserve in terms of management, control, and fighting poaching. The second component is to give support to ANAC's activities. And the third component was to contribute for biofunds operability, a private financial institution 
with the aim of financing the conservation of biodiversity in Mozambique. Everything was focusing on elephants, numbers, improvement of uh, law enforcement capacity in the area, uh, things related to legislation and also human wildlife conflicts related to animal, uh, I mean related to elephant uh, in those areas. And for us to have, uh, let's say, a clear comparison figures, there was the need of coming up with the elephant census so that we could uh, know exactly how much game do we have now and how much uh, uh, did we lost uh, since uh, the previous census that was uh, conducted in 2014. At the end of 2018, AFD financed a national elephant census in Mozambique as part of the APEM project. This was done to monitor the elephant population's evolution and to measure the efficiency of deployed efforts. Under the guidance of ANAC, a team of Mozambican and international experts flew over a total area of 180,773 square kilometers. The objective? Count elephants document the type and location of human activities in conservation areas, and to estimate the number and location of other species of interest. By knowing the exact numbers of elephants and other mammals, we could monitor the improvement of the uh, capability of the government to counter poaching and other, other threats. That's why we decided in 2018 to conduct this aerial, aerial survey. By now, we can, at least from the results we have, we can say that we had a significant results. Once you go to the ground, if you have opportunity to visit these uh, two areas, you will realize that at least the game is there in terms of dispersion, in terms of numbers, even the trends. So we see that clearly it's uh, having a very good result, increasing a little bit. Or we can say we managed to stabilize uh, poaching in the area mm. by looking at the numbers. I asked Peju how important funding is in efforts to protect and preserve wildlife and biodiversity and for sustainability of the future of conservation areas. You know, one thing that we have to be in mind first is conservation is very costly. You know, the country itself has other priorities. And to have a friend such as the AFD or if you can say the French government supporting the biodiversity conservation in Mozambique, you know, it's really important to us. It's a kind of hope that we are giving and not only for those uh, nearby Limpopo, nearby Niata National Reserve, but for the entire country, if we have, if we understand conservation as a world, as a unique surface, but with the same landscape, okay? So by having these funds, uh, we uh, manage to secure the benefits coming from conservation, the benefits coming from the services that the conservation areas or that the environment can provide to people uh, living nearby. 
So by conserving or by using these funds to conserve the biodiversity in Limpopo and Nyasa, we are giving hope to the communities living around. The Mozambican government set a target of at least 22,000 elephants on its territory as part of its 2017 to 2021 five-year plan to bolster efforts to protect and preserve wildlife. Throughout the series, we have heard of the successful strides from deployed efforts through partnerships with relevant governments and organizations such as AFD. But Peugeot says to sustain these successes, a universal approach to conservation is needed. First, uh, let me talk about numbers. Niasa, Niasa Special Reserve is the bigger conservation area that we have. So within Niasa, we can put all the protected areas we have in terms of national parks and reserves. We can put it there. They can fit. Niasa has 42,000 kilometers. It's not an easy thing. You know, it's such a big area. And it's a message to the Mozambican people and even to the worldwide in terms of we all have to care about uh, environmental protection. You know, what we did and what we are trying to do is to raise awareness in such a way that people can understand that conservation is so important, not because we will maintain a certain amount of actors somewhere, but we, the human being, we Mozambicans, we rely on those resources for our survival. So we need the air, we need those water bodies, we need even the meat, and of course we need some money from tourism and so much more. That's why, again, I say, okay, by protecting Limpopo and Yasa Special Reserve, which are two major conservation areas that we have in the country, and because they are part of other transboundary initiatives, we can speak even louder to the country and louder to the world. Now, the first time we heard about human-wildlife conflict was briefly in episode one when we spoke to Pariela and he was explaining the three-point model that forms the Limpopo National Park objective. The first point is to mitigate poaching and conserve wildlife and biodiversity. The second being community development. And the third point is to build tourism and to ensure that local communities will benefit from increased ecotourism to the area. But one of the challenges they have faced in implementing this model is human-wildlife conflict that comes as a result of still having communities living inside the park. And as mentioned earlier by Peju, part of the APEM project deals with mitigating human-wildlife conflict in areas of implementation, that being Nyasa National Reserve and Limpopo National Park. Here is Pariela speaking about how they are resolving this issue at Limpopo National Park. This is a big, it's, it's a big challenge, eh? because we have a community in Limpopo National Park. The issue of human and the wildlife conflict, we cannot avoid, so we have to mitigate it. The many problems in conflict with human and wildlife, 
is a presence of the hyenas that they are killing the, the, the cattle. The attacks on livestock owned by communities that are still living in the park by predators such as hyenas and lions when they are looking for food is the main source of the conflict as well as the presence of hippos and crocodiles in the rivers. What we are doing in terms of mitigation of this situation, we have here projects, 484. This is a project. It's a regional project. That project you can see in, in Zimbabwe, in South Africa, even in Botswana. The first phase of this project is to acquire bombers. Bombers mobile corals where the animals must be concentrated during night. And uh, we also recruit and train a team that we call it Eco Rangers. This team of rangers are responsible for watching over livestock such as cattle, sheep and goat during night time and for educating community members on how to handle the conflict. Yes, we are getting a very, very good results for implementation of this project because I remember in 2018, the number of cattle killed was around 2,000. After three years of the project implementation, the number of livestock killed annually has decreased to around 150 to 200. The project is uh, bringing very good results. Can you tell me about the communities that are left, the three, that you, where are they placed and, and what those communities look like, in a sense? Uh, in terms of numbers, look yes. like, okay. Yes, we still have a three community sites of the park. The first one, which is the big one, eh? we call it Mavoze, is around 850 families. In terms of the community population, the 850 families make up a number of about 2,000 people. The number of members for each family is around 35%. That one's the first one and the, the most big one, community that we have to remove. And uh, another one, we call it Shimange, which is around 50 kilometers from the headquarters. And another one is uh, Mashamba. This community is located 90 kilometers from the park headquarters. Shimange and uh, Mashamba, the both one, is around 300 families. So we still have that challenge to move this, the, the people. And the, the people are willing for that to be removed. One of the main challenges is a financial issue because we are now negotiating with the KFW to move to start moving bubbles. And after that, we'll continue engaging other donors to move the people of Mashamba and Shimanga. In 2007, AFD joined the German Development Bank, KFW, the World Bank, and the South African Peace Parks Foundation to support the development plan of Limpopo National Park. Loss of biodiversity, dwindling resources, Climate change and uplifting communities are some of the challenges that make it necessary to forge tighter links in the interest of sustainable development. In the time that I have spent at Limpopo National Park and learning more about biodiversity, I now know the importance of funding as well as partnerships in the fight towards protecting conservation areas and preserving biodiversity. From this balance, between economic development and nature conservation, 
depends the sustainability of areas like Limpopo National Park. In the final episode, we learn more about the French Development Agency and their work in conservation and the establishment of their relationship with the Mozambican government and ANAC, as well as other donors, to form local and global interventions to preserve and sustain wildlife and biodiversity. We also hear what the future holds for Limpopo National Park. You have been listening to Up to the Task, a four-part podcast series brought to you by AFD. I am Andesua Michelle May. To learn more about AFD and our work, visit us at www.afd.fr forward slash en and follow us on Twitter at AFD underscore en. For our French speakers, visit us at www.afd.fr forward slash fr. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at AFD underscore France. You can also find us on Facebook and on LinkedIn at Agence Française de Développement. This podcast is produced by me and Isua Michelle May and podcasting company Volume. You can find all our episodes wherever you get your podcasts. Volume.